0: Podcast 931, MacStock 2023.
1: And welcome everyone to the MikeMac.com podcast. Now through thick and thin, Mike Potter from the Your Mac Eyes Only podcast has managed to keep the MacStock conference going even through two years of a pandemic by going virtual, now it's back to full strength. Speakers and audience in the house, and we have Mike Potter himself here to tell us all about it. Of course, and, and you know, gas too. So there's that. Oh,
2: stop the bouncing! No bouncing. Hello, Mike. How are you? Hey, guys. Always great to be on the show. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. It's, it's going to be pushing three years. Three years since we last had a big in-person max
1: Yeah. Wowza. And, uh, before we get to all that, we're going to do our, our usual nonsense. Uh, Mike is going to kind of, uh, take over the, the important part of the show later on. Uh, but <laughs> oh, to start things off to start things <laughs> off, um, as far as what's been going on with me, I had, uh, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday in relation to my eye, and uh, it's kind of a mixture of good and bad news, so I'll take, the, I'll take that for the meh kind of win. Uh, things are starting to get better. They are. Uh, how long that's going to take, <laughs> nobody knows. So, yay. Gaz, yay. what has your week been like? Well,
0: obviously, we recorded midweek uh, yeah. this last week, so this is quite a, a short time period between the last recording and this recording. So, not a great deal. Um, I've been on my Mac doing some recordings, <laughs> which actually comes to a tip, which I'm going to talk Ooh. about later on, when lots of head nodding will occur. <laughs> um, but I, but I'll, I won't say exactly what that is until until much later. Um, we've also been down to London. We went down to London uh, last night with some friends to see Moulin Rouge. It's a nice. film which. Um, uh, my dim uh, lady, Mrs. Gaz, uh, and I both really enjoy. it. It's a bit off the wall. If you've never seen Moulin Rouge, um, it's from two thousand and one. Ewan McGregor is in it, uh, and it's basically a musical, but it is completely off the wall, and we we love it. So it was been it's been changed into a stage show, and we went down with some friends who've never seen the film and really didn't know what they were expecting. Um, but they thoroughly enjoyed it as well. And I also went to a presentation on. Friday of the volunteering that I've been doing for the last um, couple of years or so, a year and a half, whatever it is. And um, that was pretty good. And I offered... No, 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 This is, vol- no, no, that's, no, that's rug- when I talk about volunteering for rugby, I talk about rugby rather than yeah, volunteering I was for rugby. Yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a volunteer which I do over at, uh, at Rutland Water, where we do all sorts of um, stuff outdoors, generally, um, hedge laying, uh, fence repairing, litter picking, all sorts of stuff. Um, uh, anyway, I, I offered my services, uh, video editing and stuff. So uh, whether anything comes of that or presentation uh skill sets uh, i shall wait and see but yeah yeah so since since wednesday not a great deal but you know enough and a, li- a few wolf wanderings as as is usual you know me yeah wolf wanders mm, he does drags me around you know well you see the pictures of will for what you don't see is me lying on the floor being dragged along with mud all along the front you see no one sees that no right, one gives a me huge dog. Two thoughts he's massive Massive if anybody's seen him, massive he is. Well, we we haven't seen him. That's the whole point of where's Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sort of.
1: (laughs) Okay. So Mike, have you got anything going on other than Mac stock that you've been doing?
2: Oh, I have I have lists and lists and lists of things going on. For the first time ever, just this week. I'll keep this apple focused. For the first time ever. I decided to give reminders a go. I've always given it a go in the past. I would set a reminder, I dutifully set an alarm for it. The alarm would go off. I would say, yeah, yeah, turn off the alarm. And then the reminder would go out of my head. Well, I decided (laughs) reminders need to be approached a little bit differently. So I've, I've added all my reminders Haven't added any alarms, and I'm keeping reminders open on every single one of my Macs. So it becomes my virtual piece of paper that I'm otherwise carrying around with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know what? It's working. It's crazy. It's actually working. I would always be carrying around this piece of paper with everything written on it that I have to do and cross things off, and then add another piece of paper. Well, it's actually working. Do you, you use reminders as a list keeping app versus a reminding app? so that's been working well excellent okay. yeah and i'm now wondering if if uh gaz would like to volunteer to come out and do some fence mending at our place yeah yeah
1: <laughs> and bring the whole crew yeah. with you too.
2: you yeah absolutely we have a garden that needs tending too so
0: it won't take long i can do that i can do that as well
2: yeah absolutely that would be amazing <laughs> anything else anything else mike no, actually, this the, you were you were right though. You were spot on. This this past week has been very max stock focused. Oh, yeah, I'm not so surprised. And we'll be talking about that in a little bit. I I
0: suspect. Well, then, um, I guess there's only one thing to do there, Gaz. There is. I think I should jump straight into Gaz's snippets now. Mike you you may or may not uh, remember this little section but I basically flip through a number of headlines which I've picked out during the course of the week <laughs> quite a bit of a short week this week Uh, and guy very often uh, jumps in with his comments or I'll ask him for a comment or very often he jumps in without me even asking him. But if you want wants me to or not, like right now, (laughs) for example. So so, yeah, absolutely. So then we jump in with, will you let me finish? But that aside, if there is anything that you'd like to expand on, because these are snippets, meaning very short pieces, but we always expand, always expand. So if you want to um, speak about any of them, You're more than welcome to do so. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Apple opens the Swift Student Challenge for WWDC 2023. They have announced uh, last week um, it's opened the annual uh, Swift Student Challenge, and they have prizes, which include an exclusive WWDC 23 outerwear. Not quite sure what outerwear is, but I'll you know I'll give it a I'll give it a good thought process on that one. Probably a hat, uh, AirPods Pro, a customized pin set, wowzer, uh, and a one year membership of the Apple Developer Program. Um, I think they'll be flocking to go into that particular challenge. So it's a swift oh, got- it's a swift contest that won't take very long. Very good. I like I like your thought process there. Um, Was there? <laughs> yeah yeah that's true apparently it's taken two years for autodesk uh maya and autocad to become apple silicon native not sure if that has any interest to either of you guys but certainly hasn't to me um but uh yeah take them two years to make it native which is always good because native um silicon apple means Battery usage is down, power usage or power usage is down, not so much battery usage, um but one goes in hand with the other um and obviously, you get a much smoother uh continuity use there, I would say <laughs> I'm referring to something that you might hear. Yeah later on in the show. Not a big fan um, of
1: continuity at the moment there,
0: <laughs> Apparently a lost Apple watch has survived hours. I'm not sure how many hours. I'm not sure what this piece tells me. No, it didn't tell me, um, has survived hours at sea and has been returned to its owner. Thanks to the find my process. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Where, where jo- was it? It couldn't have been in that deep water.
0: Well, he le- he lost it in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil during a schooner trip. Uh. I don't know why I said schooner. Schooner, <laughs> it's a schooner. Fancy. Um, so he basically used the find my feature, presumably to get back to roughly where it was and go diving to find it. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, that that's not that's usually amazing. how
0: people lose things
1: in Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> I lost my I'll wallet and say- two hundred
0: dollars. Oh. I was going to say, you probably lost something else, but we won't go there. Um, Apparently, according to analysts, and I always like throwing uh, analyst stories in Mike because Guy always responds so positively to them. Uh, But analysts have said that Apple should buy Disney.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For God's sake, why? (laughs) Why?
0: Look, look. Oh, do you want me to actually read the story? I no, was just hoping that no. I was just hoping that you would would respond accordingly, guy there. You really. know,
1: and that would be one of those deals that would that would never get government approval. There is no way in hell that, that the US government or probably any other government that that would matter in these things would allow Apple to by a, comp- a you know, a corporation that large with that many other fingers in the pie. Um, and frankly, I don't think Apple needs them anyway.
2: Well, it's not a new rumor. This is yeah. this has been yeah. a rumor that's been around. Uh, but this for isn't a years. rumor.
0: This isn't a rumor, Mike. This is an analyst stating he thinks it should happen.
2: Oh, well, then so this is not a new rumor. This is this is something that's been and and it's it's become it's come to the forefront because Bob Iger is back. And the thought process is that uh, with Iger Mm -hmm. having only come back for two, three years, that he's going to want to go out on on a higher note than he went out on before. Before. Well, I won't even go into the whole Bob Chapek thing, but, you know, he's going to go out on a higher note than he left before Chapek took over. So the thought process is, hey, let's, let's see if that rumor can come to fruition. Let's see if he can sell Disney to Apple, go out on that high note, and this time retire even more pretty than
0: he did before. I'm just trying to work out whether that's a, oh, oh, which note do go out on. Anyway, I'm moving on. I'm guy, moving yeah. us on. When you yeah. hit the
2: high notes, that's when the bluebirds blue blue land on your fingers.
0: Tricks. Yeah, guy, it's no good yeah, jumping in it. like that. You got to I stop. You got to stop doing things like <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Mike doesn't know about the you know that sort of interruption that we would normally get. So Three, And I was okay. making my bluebird yeah. on the fingers joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Netflix this week brought its more affordable ad-supported plan to the Apple TV, which means subscribers who have the cheaper plan can now watch content through their set-top boxes from Apple. Hooray, considering I do no longer subscribe to Netflix. You know what's the only
1: reason why we kind of still have Netflix is the British Baking Show. Damn it. That's that's like the only th- really thing we've
0: been watching. That's on Netflix. old. Don't watch it anymore. That's old. Apple Music Spatial Audio is now compatible with selected Sonos speakers. Go out and buy your Sonos and get spatial, baby. Apple has won an appeal battle on an ongoing patent infringement war with VertNet X and could save up to $502.8 million. Now, what was interesting from this is that this court case, I think, has been going on for quite a number of years, but it has now won that appeal. The Tetris movie is streaming now on Apple TV. I've heard quite a lot of people talking about that. I think I might have heard you talking about it, Mike. Um, Have you watched it yet or not? I,
2: I have not watched it yet, but I am excited to watch it
0: yeah yeah so uh have you watched it guy don't even no. know what it is it's a movie about tetris ah about about the russian is it is, was he a russian who created tetris it was a russian who yeah. created tetris yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's pro- it's probably got all sorts of spyware in there so there you go um <laughs> i don't think that was a problem back then
1: i used to i used no, to play it is the now. hell out of that it is on, now <laughs> on my uh my various game boys that i had
0: i yeah yeah i think i if you haven't played tetris folks then well you haven't lived let's be honest um a bespoke apple watch ultra has been anodized blue and sold by an arizona jeweler um specialist jeweler uh, Debilias Lux has caused a stir among timepiece collectors by offering a custom Apple Watch Ultra model with an anodized blue titanium case. Um, apparently, uh, let me just see. I thought I had a price here. It's currently offering uh, custom Apple Watches. Yes, $1,499 for a custom Apple Watch Ultra. I've mm. got to say, it does look quite good. I am quite impressed, but I wouldn't buy one. Apple TV app is now available on Direct TV stream devices. Don't know whether that affects anybody outside of the US. I don't know Direct TV. Well, I mean, so it's
1: it, it this this is like just the ongoing battle over whether Apple should continue making the Apple TV or not. If they can get the app to where it's it's good enough and it plays on everybody else's platform, then yeah. But what about people who haven't gotten to the platform? Well, then they go and get another platform. You know, you can get a... um, Apple encouraging other people to (laughs) buy other people's goods? No. Because they're making more money on the service than they ever will on an Apple TV
0: hardware. I'm not so sure. I think think they like the hardware bit. I think that's going to be around for some time, Guy. Yeah, maybe. However, however, General Motors are to phase out (sighs) Apple CarPlay starting this year in an EB transition. Well, General Motors, I will not be buying any of your cars. Because and, I do not want Google looking over my shoulder, knowing where I'm going, what it can advertise to me. And if anybody thinks that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. And and, <sighs> and it's not just CarPlay. It's also Android Auto. So, which is weird because that's a Google product. But basically, yes. GM oh, no, 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 is, no. is collaborating oh, with GM. Yes, or GM is collaborating yes. with Google to create a, a new interface that's going to be like just on their EV products. Correct. And correct. quite frankly, it just means that the uh the long dry spell of me not buying GM products will
2: continue Continues.
0: right down the road. <laughs> um that's not going to affect you, Mike, is it? Not with your Jeep. My my vehicle is a 2008. <laughs> so No, it doesn't affect
2: me. And even our 2014 doesn't have CarPlay or Android Auto on it. So, uh, but that was a conscious decision on our part when we purchased it the extra $1,500 it was going to cost to have it added. We said, eh, no thanks. We're okay. Yeah. We're and, good.
1: Yeah, now it's like just standard equipment
2: in most It's cars. standard equipment now. Yeah. 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 It just seems like an incredibly stupid decision to get rid of Android Auto and CarPlay and set out to reinvent the wheel. No pun yes. intended. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you how, know, and and it's that? so
1: weird. It's so weird because GM is known for making such great decisions over the last 20, 30 years.
0: <laughs> we'll move on. Apparently, yeah. according to a new support document, Apple is going to plan to, or Apple is planning, I'll start that sentence again. Apple is planning to remove the Keynote Live feature in a future version of its Keynote app. The feature allows for a presentation to be played over the internet in the Keynote app on the Mac, iPhone, and iPad. But Apple recommends using screen sharing to share a keynote presentation in the future. Interesting.
1: Maybe it takes up less bandwidth.
0: Doing Possibly. It that way. They, they often have very good reasons in their own head why they are removing something, whether it's a good reason in anybody else's head is another, another statement. altogether. Yeah. Um, Hulu for Apple TV gets revamped navigation with new sidebar.
2: Hooray. hey <laughs> they announced it one day for us. We fired up Hulu. They said, Hey, the navigation is going to change the next day. The navigation changed. The difference is instead of going up, I go to the left. That's it. Yeah. And if you're so far
1: over to the right that you have to go scroll, 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 it doesn't really make any difference from going scroll, 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 scroll,
0: scroll up and down. Now, does this say something politically about that company? I'll move on. I'll move on. (laughs) Uh, the UK probe into Apple's mobile bro- browser restrictions uh, shut down after Apple has argued that the regulators waited too long to open the investigation. Now, this is typical, actually, of our current government. Oh, I've, got, I've gone political, haven't I? How um, dare and it you, doesn't- sir? And it doesn't surprise me at all, but the UK's Competition and Market Authority will not be looking into Apple's policies on mobile browsers and cloud gaming services after Apple won an appeal that will force the UK regulators to drop the investigation. Basically, they took too long to investigate. Too long to
2: investigate, and they agreed to release Internet Explorer for iOS.
0: (laughs) Who, who the regulators that's, did? That's, well done. That's a, deep, that's a deep cut. Guy laughed. <laughs>
1: good, good job. Good job, regulators. That's what we need. I'm still holding out for Netscape Navigator.
2: Excellent. I, and, hey, look, I still use NCSA Mosaic, so what can I say?
0: <laughs> Text from The engineer the has... An engineer has brought wires and USB C connector to the AirPods. Now I brought that in, but I've also got another message, another uh news headline, which says the inventor behind the USB C AirPods and iPhone creates the world's first wired airpods, which <laughs> it, it, it it seemed a bit odd that that story, but engineer Ken Pillonel. Pillonel, I think it was, was the first to modify modify iPhone with a working USB C port in twenty twenty one. And he did the same for the AirPods and AirPod Pro Cases. Now Kenny's back with what he's calling the most innovative project so far. USB C Wild wired AirPods. I am so looking forward to using them.
1: Because that's what people want is wired wireless headphones.
2: (laughs) Well, you know, I saw the photo of it. Uh, and I and I knew of the other projects that he had done, which is yeah. interesting, but not terribly practical. No, um, but I no, saw the like photos of it last night, and I was wondering <laughs> if the AirPods, like if you can disconnect and reconnect them, yeah, that could be
0: useful. It's not; it, it would yes. be a little bit
2: like the AirPods Max, where you can you can plug them in with the cable. Yeah,
0: So, so the point is, has he dismantled them and soldered something <laughs> in, which will be very incredible on those very small uh airpods mm-hmm. or has he somehow connected it so that they easily are yeah poppable yeah, yeah good point see that's why we like you on this show mike you bring i didn't some read sort the article in- i just looked at the pictures yeah <laughs> but i agree with you actually and i had my you're
1: crayons good. ready
0: yes good um the apple weather app is not working on your devices you're not alone apple you know you if you're not going to have an app which works like a weather app then forget it it that's just got to work people aren't going to fiddle about going back to your app if it's not working properly it needs continuity it, <laughs> no you will persevere with continuity guy <laughs> i know that for a certainty oh, um,
2: i had hope i had hope that the article was going to share with me that the new update for macOS Ventura was going to fix the problem I have with with the weather widget where every time I open it up it says unable to determ- determine location. I thought that was going to be the case. Location services is on. I've turned it off, I've turned it on. I open the weather app, it says can't figure out where you are. Here's how I fix it. I open up Apple Maps, let it determine my location, close Apple Maps, now weather works again. That's how I fix weather. Each and
0: every time. I just is, don't use it.
1: Which is it's something they shouldn't have to do. That's,
0: that's how I fix it. Now, that's maybe, ridiculous. maybe if
2: they had written it as a Mac app instead of ported an iOS app, we'd have a little bit better luck with it, huh?
0: And my last story is apparently a Steve Jobs memoir. A new memoir is going to be published. Well, it's not written new, of course. It's going to be released newly. Um, it's going to be published more than eleven years after his death. Don't know where this is going to come from, but um, apparently, the Washington Post maybe will be releasing it.
1: Well, it's going to anyway. cover all that ground between
0: his death and now. <sighs> Oh dear oh dear and that folks is the end of gas's snippets all <laughs> right well
1: that was fun fun
0: <laughs> well don't say it with such conviction
1: ah. so now we're gonna get we're gonna get to the part that everyone has been waiting for where we're gonna awesome. talk about thank you thank you steve see steve still lives on the mymac.com podcast we are going to talk about Max 2023 and all of the new and fun stuff that's, that's coming up with it, and we're going to get it right from the horse's mouth, and that is Mike Potter. Hello again,
2: Mike. <laughs> Mike's not a horse. Hello. I was waiting for the horse Winnie sound effect. Nay. Um,
1: yeah, I don't think I have that.
0: <laughs> no, we don't. Move on.
1: Yeah, we really don't. So all right. Well, I'm out. Okay, well no, no, come back, come back, come back. last couple of years as as we were talking uh, earlier, has been basically a, a virtual mac stock um, and I've been to the the two that were available for public consumption and still had a great time because uh, number one, it's such a fun event. and now finally, you know we can we can put all that into the rear view mirror. And we're back to the, the full Mac stock experience and where is it, you know, when is it going to be and where's it going to be Mike?
2: Yeah. Well, okay. So first I'm going to correct what I said at the beginning, because <clears throat> that wasn't quite right. Uh, last year was the first maxdoc in-person maxdoc proper since 2019. Mm, uh, um, yeah. it was, it was much smaller, uh, out of necessity and just. Well, out of things that were lock, going on still too. last year, you didn't have any choice. Uh, yeah, that was part of it too. Um, but y- you know, it was smaller. But it was the first in-person max stock since 2019, and uh, we did have the in the much much smaller in-person virtual max stock in September of 2021. Um, and so, last year was very much a rebuilding year. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't quite the full experience that we had been getting used to you know 2018 2019 we had a lot of really cool stuff going on at max and um, they they were kind of back to basics if you will and this year this year will be the first kind of full on robot max since 2019 so i'm i'm really looking forward to that i'm i'm excited for it and uh, to answer your question yeah it's going to take place july 22nd and 23rd 2023 And it's going to be uh, at the same location it has been before. I'm going to try to keep things simple for everyone. Let's let's not change things up too much yet this year. Uh, So it's going to be at the same place, which is the the Luke Conference Center in um, uh, Woodstock, Illinois, at McHenry County College. There, right? Yeah.
1: So we're back, and it's that (laughs) is you know I mean problems some problems aside that that is a great venue. Um, The auditorium itself is is cool it's it's clean yep. uh the acoustics are really really well done and uh you know of, of course you're using you know microphones and speakers and all the rest of that but you could probably just stand on that stage and you know belt it out and people anywhere in that auditorium would still be able to hear you
2: yeah it's a great auditorium and you know in 20 2019 they had just i think it was 2019 they had just upgraded all the the um, speakers and the projector and all this kind of stuff was had just recently been upgraded, and then during the downtime of the pandemic, they went through and and redid all the seats and they you know they upgraded some other equipment that they were using there. So it it's something that the college continues to invest in and uh, just make it better. One downfall of their remodeling is that the breakout rooms that we had been used to using are gone. They're all gone. So that's necessitated a change to how we present the talks at MaxTalk. But uh, honestly, I think for the better when it comes right down to it.
1: Yeah, all the breakouts are now in the auditorium.
2: Yeah, in fact, we're not even going to do breakouts anymore. Uh, this year specifically, uh, last, yes, you're right. Last year we did uh, 20-minute talks and we did the breakouts in the afternoon on on the main stage. This year, the difference is going to be that every presentation, and we do have 10 presenters, 10 pr- uh, presenters proper this year, uh, 10 talks. Uh, those talks are going to be just straight up 45-minute talks. Uh, okay, so we're so not going like to be doubling. doing the... Yeah, we're not going to do the 20-minute kind of introductory talk and then the 45-minute deeper dive. It's just going to be a straight 45-minute presentation. Uh So I, you know, based on feedback I've uh, gotten from presenters in the past, I think folks are going to, they're going to like that. It's going to be a little bit easier, a little less stressful for them in preparing their presentation. And uh, there isn't that, uh, you know, it's nice to have the deeper dives and go a little bit further into everyone's topic, but there isn't that disconnect now between that talk in the morning and the talk in the afternoon like we had before.
1: And the the nice thing is, you know, even though, The deeper dives, you know, aren't going to happen. They're not going to be in the main conference room. They're not going to be in, in any other, the breakout rooms that don't exist anymore, but that doesn't mean that you still can't go to the people that did those talks and ask them questions, you know, before or after their presentations, because one of the great things about MagStock is the accessibility of all of the speakers and you know, all of the staff that that's helping out there, you know, it's a conference that's not so big that you're going to get lost in the mix. And that that's one of the great things about Mac Oh,
2: absolutely. Everyone is there for the same reason, um, to see friends, to make new friends, to be part of this community that we're all part of. Um, as I've, I've said before, originally Mac was supposed to be a little community event for my podcast, my podcast, and maybe, uh, the audiences of some of the other podcasts of folks I was friends with and knew, uh, and it just kind of, um, it never really became that instead it, it grew out of this nugget of an idea that Barry Folk and I had to gather everybody together. And it just, it, it, it blew up bigger than I ever imagined it was going to be. And, uh, it, it's become its own thing. So the, this Max dot community and the the greater Apple community that we all belong to is part of why everyone's there. And and you're right, yeah. Every single presenter is incredibly accessible. And uh, if you have a question, you really need to just walk right up to them and say, Hey, you know, Allison, you mentioned this thing during your talk. Can you can you tell me a little bit more about that? And if if Allison says no, my jaw is gonna drop to the ground. But you'll
1: wait till be till you'll be sitting there talking, talking
2: to now. her for another hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah
1: wait, wait till she's off the stage before you before you say
2: well, that. well, that's probably the better way to approach it. Yeah. Yes, Wait until she's off the stage. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. uh, so what else is going to be new this year?
0: Yeah, have you got anything which is different from last year? You planning to change any, uh, make any major differences? I mean, obviously, the breakout rooms is something which is different. But uh, have you got any? Have you got any nuggets which you can let us uh, mm. let let out of the bag, or, or are you trying to keep those secret for a little while?
2: Oh, no secrets <laughs> here. You know, I I lay it all on the table for you guys. <laughs> I have to be careful when I say that, don't I? You yes. guys, I I don't want to just you know. Indicate I'm talking only to Mr. Searle here.
0: Very good. Um,
2: <laughs> <yeah>. So, <laughs> in, in some ways, everything old is new again, right? So, we do have yes. um, a lot of great new things that are coming back this year over last year, but some of those things are things we've done in the past. So, uh, the one thing I want to mention up front is that in 2019, we had the first annual Max Short Film Festival, and that is back this year. So we're back nice. with the second MaxDoc Short Film Festival. Wally Truwinski is back. He's going to be hosting it. Uh, we've already started collecting submissions from folks. And it's just a fantastic way to include everybody who's in attendance. Uh, if you have a, a short, and we're asking for two minutes and 30 seconds or shorter, if you have a short film you'd like to share uh, with everyone, let us know about it. And we'll get you added to that lineup of uh, films that we're going to be debuting at MaxDoc this summer. And then uh, so that allows those folks to get involved. But then the people who are there in attendance can get involved, too, and and, and just be part of those premieres. So it's really a fun time. Uh, we had a blast with it in 2019. And I'm so excited that Wally can come back again this year. And uh, for well, for the first time since since 2019, he can come back. Uh, He's from Canada, I should mention, okay. uh, and uh, and host the the Film Fest. So super, super excited about that.
1: Yeah, I actually I had one submitted that I created on the train on my way there and then edited and submitted before. I mean, it, it was like in less than a day. I had a, an entire little video all set up and submitted that.
2: Yeah. And, and the only rules we have, uh, I, again, I mentioned that it should be shorter than two minutes and 30 seconds. And that's really just so that we can get, uh, the most, most folks possible, uh, premiere their, their short films. Uh, you can shoot it with any camera. You know, if you're on the train and you're shooting it with your iPhone or you're you want to shoot something on your Mac talking directly to the camera or, or, uh, shoot it with your DSLR, doesn't matter. Shoot it with any camera. Uh, We'd like it to be edited on a Mac or an iOS device, but you know, who are who are we to say? Who are we to say? <laughs> um, uh, Wally does uh, uh, would like the videos to have been created within the last three years. You know, don't pull something out of the ancient archives uh, if you're going to pull old footage out. Recut it into something new. That would be cool. And uh, we. For for Wally's sanity and sake, we're asking that all submissions should be received by July eighth, so that he has a little time to prepare for for the weekend. And uh, the most important thing, though, is that uh, the Maxstar Short Film Festival is not a contest. There are no prizes, but it is a great way to celebrate that creativity that we can find throughout the attendees of max doc 2023 so yeah uh i'm i'm really excited for it and i i think uh the more folks we have submit the better uh and we've given we've allocated the time to the short film festival that we didn't in 2019 so wally has two two slots one on saturday and one on sunday to wrap up the weekend uh to premiere everyone's short film so yeah that's going to be a blast
0: can I ask, Mike, is that only for people who are attending the actual um, uh, uh, MacStock Mac Expo? Yes, it is. We want to okay. see everyone's smiling face. So
2: it, yeah, that's it, fine. It, that's fine. You're right. It is open to in-person attendees only. Okay, cool, cool. Yep. More reason why you should go. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: So we've Bowling got the date. We've got the time. Uh, where can are there like special deals set up for where people can stay
2: this time around? Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Can I talk about the other cool things coming? Sure all right. Um, this other thing I, w- I want to be sure to mention this because this is something this is part of the reason that Max talk exists in 2015. I want to say it, was, it might have even been late 2014, but I, I remember it as January 2015, Barry Fulk and I sat down. He had this idea to gather together friends of his uh, for a barbecue in his backyard. He was calling it the Midwest Mac Barbecue. And uh, I said, hey, Barry, remember that thing we talked about a few years ago where we were we were talking about bringing together the For Mac Guys Only community for a, a small conference? I think... I think the folks that you're inviting to this barbecue might be a great group of people to present and to attend if we make <laughs> this thing happen. So uh, in 2015, that, you know, is a one day event. Uh, it was a uh, father's day weekend. I remember in uh, June of 2015, but we had Mac stock. And then that evening we had the Midwest Mac barbecue and it was a, it was a fantastic time. And I remember you guys were even podcasting from Barry's,
0: Danging yes rain. that's right i i remember there was quite a lot of rain though he, he had um obviously some covers in the back garden and it was and we yeah. had a, 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 we had a small shower let's put it that way
2: um I, yeah yeah, there was some concern about people holding on to those metal tent poles while that lightning was flashing in the
0: sky. <laughs> it was only short. No, that was a great evening. That was a great evening. And uh, yes, we did. We podcast from from um, um, from his front room. And I think people have probably heard this story before that we we both left, and and actually we encouraged people to come on to the podcast. Guy had a, a setup where he could bring lots of people on, and we did. We brought lots of people on, and then at one point, I think both Kai and I left left the building. Yeah, uh, and went outside and uh, let them carry on. So, and that all went out. None of it was cut, and uh, it all went out on the podcast. But yeah, that was a a great combination. So, is is Barry thinking of doing something similar again this year? Not
2: only is he thinking of doing something similar, but he is doing something similar. The Midwest <laughs> Mac Barbecue is back, and uh, it will be part of Max Stock Weekend. Uh, you know it is Barry's event. The Midwest Mac Barbecue is his thing, and and Max has kind of become my thing. Uh, but his Midwest Mac Barbecue is going to take place two days prior to Max so it's going to take uh-huh. place on July twentieth, the Thursday before Max Doc weekend. Uh, it is going to take place in uh, Barry's backyard. He's got a tent. He's he has a new. Um, uh, roof built over the the patio area of his backyard. Okay. And he has a new wine room in his home. He converted a, a wow. spare room into a, well, of a, course a, he like did. a wine closet, a wine room. <laughs> I, of he did, right. So uh, not only is this this Midwest Mac Barbecue going to take place, but he said, hey, maybe we'll do some wine tasting as well. Yeah. So it really is shaping up to be What a, a fun could possibly go wrong?
1: Yeah, Mac <laughs> well, users and alcohol hey. be great.
2: It and well and on his property. So yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it. Well, I guess I'm sure you remember we had that like absolute downpour
0: yeah, meeting. I mentioned it. I mentioned oh, okay. yeah when you yeah. just jumped off. Yeah. yeah, I mentioned it. Yeah, and and Mike mentioned obviously that people were starting to get concerned because they were hanging onto the metal uh, tent poles while uh, the <laughs> lightning was going around. But, yeah. yeah, that's probably not a good idea.
2: No. Yeah, no. Let's, let's stand not. in puddles of water with lightning flashing through this guy. And oh, by the way, hold on to It'll that be metal quick. tent pole too. Hey, yeah.
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be quick, Mike. If you're gonna do it, do it quick. That's it. Do it <laughs> quick. Well, yeah, you don't, know, don't, don't make a swinger. Uh, The
2: Midwest Midwest Mac Barbecue evolved to become different things throughout the years. We had a Midwest Mac Mingle. We had the the uh, barbecue and kind of picnic on the grounds of the college after Macstock one year. So you know we've had a lot of fun with it, karaoke. But bringing it back to basics, I think is is a great idea, and that's what Barry wanted to do this year. So he's going to host the Midwest Mac Barbecue on July twentieth, and there will be a link on the Macstock website where you can you can let Barry know that you're coming. So when you fill out the little form on the the Midwest Mac barbecue link on Mac stock site, when you fill that out, it's gonna go directly to Barry and let him know that you are planning to attend so that he can get you the information that you need to be there that night. Uh, So that's the second cool thing is the Midwest Mac barbecue is back. Now, the third cool thing is actually new, not new. So let me explain. Uh, This is new to MacStock stage, but not new to MacStock weekend. And that is MacGeekGab, Dave Hamilton, John F. Brown are going to be uh, recording an episode of MacGeekGab live on stage at MacStock Saturday, the 22nd to wrap up Saturday's day. Uh, and not only are they going to be recording a new episode of Mac Geek Gab, but they're going to have a rousing round of Stump the Geek as well. So oh, nice. this is a, a really great way to include everybody in attendance, get them yeah. involved, bring their toughest tech questions, and Stump the Geek. And so they have, uh, they have an hour to do that, to wrap up Saturday. And I'm excited about it because the, the last time we did something like this was – um Uh, Mac Power Users, Mac Power Users 500, we did in 2018. I can't remember what year it was now. 2018, 2019, 2018. I think it was 2018. Um, But we did the Mac Power Users episode 500 on stage, and that was a a great time. And that was kind of more of a retrospective thing. But this Mac Geek Cab is going to be a regular episode of their show, and uh, uh, they're going to include Stump the Geek, so... I think it's going to be a great time. And the reason yeah. I say it's new, not new is because they actually did this Mac Stock weekend a few years ago, but they did it from a, um, uh, a meeting room at the hotel that night. Yeah. Uh, this time they're doing it proper uh, on max stage. So I like to do this kind of thing. And uh, Dave and, and John have both been great supporters of MacDoc throughout the years. And so I'm yes, excited that we can do a Mac, a Mac uh at Mac so I, re- cool. I remember That's they the were the third exciting thing.
0: They were there on the, in 2015, the first one, because 2015 was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, they were there because actually I was in the car uh, with them and I can't, I think John was driving. And we were trying to find this restaurant, and it was quite an enjoyable experience actually. Trying to find this restaurant, driving around in the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they may. We did. Yes, yes. It's the yeah. We yes, we did get to restaurants. There's a picture that floats around and crops up on um, on uh, Facebook occasionally with the, the group of us um, uh, at the end of the evening. Yes, yes. I remember it was it was a good night. We did make Very it. Very cool. Very cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. Some of the best pictures I have from MaxDoc are those evening. Times you know I'm where sure. we're just kind of hanging yeah. out and and enjoying each other's company and and that's really what MaxDoc is about. Yeah, there's there's this awesome educational component of it where everyone is giving fantastic presentations and talks about things that they're passionate about. But when we get to to spend the evenings together and as you mentioned, karaoke or yeah. just you know hanging out and having dinner or breakfast the Monday after, um, some of the some of the most magical moments of MaxDoc. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> it is. Magical moments of Max Uh some of the most magical moments of Max uh take place in those off hours. You know when Max well, I think last happening. year
1: we were at the opera house.
2: That was it, was, it uh, wasn't uh,
1: organized. It was just where everybody kind of showed up.
2: Oh, oh, um, yes. That was at the Woodstock Public House restaurant. Yes. Uh, which is at the old courthouse complex. The old courthouse. Woodstock. Yep.
1: And then you had the party room uh, a couple of years before then. Yeah, that was still on the square. And when we talk about the square, we're talking about Woodstock, Illinois proper, which if you've never been to Woodstock, Illinois, it's the greatest little town that you you just don't expect. All of the stuff that's there it's it's yeah. beautiful there's there's uh movie components there you know it it's it's just so so many little towns over the years have had so much trouble trying to stay relevant and and I think woodstock has has really gone all out and done a pretty good job of of just making it not just a a, a place to drive through but a, a destination in and of itself. So if you do go to Maxstock, make sure that you leave yourself at least a little bit of time to go on over to Woodstock, Illinois proper, the square, and check out all the stuff that they have there. It's it's just such a great little place. I love that town. Yeah, of course, it, I've never it, been uh, there in the winter, so.
2: <laughs> oh, it you know, it's beautiful in winter because every tree in the center of the square there has lights draped on it the buildings have lights on it. Uh it just uh you hit it at the right time of night and it's just this magical view of of this, you know, old square that dates back to the 1840s.
1: Yeah, people so, say that about my yeah. profile. <laughs> Catch it at right the right light, right the right time. That's it reminds bad. me
0: of someone from the 1840s. Is that what they say to you? Yeah,
1: they do. They do. And yeah. I've I've earned every single year I think I have. <laughs> So what else, what else, Mike, what else can you give us?
2: Those are all the exciting announcements I can share right now, but I should probably share who's presenting this year. Yes. Or that I can announce Mm. so far. So far, yeah. So you know about Wally Trowinski with the Short Film Fest. You know Barry is putting on his Midwest Mac Barbecue. You know Dave (laughs) Hamilton and John F. Brown are doing uh, Mac Geek Gap. That's all incredibly awesome. But our presenters proper that I can announce so far, the remaining three will be announced later in April when I do the next MaxDoc live stream. But those I can announce so far include uh, so many returning favorites, Allison Sheridan, Kirsten Sia, Jeff Gamet, Mike Schmitz, Dave Ginsberg, Chuck Joyner, and yes, Dave Hamilton will be presenting as well. So not only wow. is he doing my geek gab, but he's gonna be doing a presentation as well. And then uh, the remaining three slots, I'll be announcing those in April. And uh, you know what I did this year is I kind of reserved those slots for folks new to MacDoc stage. I wanted to make sure that we had some space in there for, so, you know, fresh, unique voices that we haven't had before. So that's what I'm planning to announce, um, getting the confirmations from them right now. So I'll be able to announce that in, um, in April. Nice. Well, it is April now, but later April, yeah.
1: <laughs> April ish, later on, <laughs> April ish. So yeah. it's going to be on the 22nd and the 23rd and it's going to run from roughly eight or nine o'clock until when
2: until, okay. Good question. Yeah. So, um, check-in registration, all that takes place at eight every morning. Uh, most folks will be checked in and registered, um, uh, you know, come Sunday, But we still have that hour from 8 to 9 once you're checked in, once you're registered, you get to say hi to your friends, find a place to sit, you know, just kind of relax for a little bit. And then uh, MaxDoc starts at 9 and we're going to be running from 9 until noon uh, with talks in the morning. Then we're going to break for lunch and then we'll be back with the remaining talks for each day. Followed up by the the special events So in the case of Saturday, we're gonna have the uh we're gonna be wrapping up Saturday with the Film Fest and Mac Geek Gab. And then on Sunday, we're gonna be wrapping up same schedule, Sunday, uh nine to noon, and then one to five. Uh, but we're gonna be wrapping up uh each each day. Uh Sunday, we're gonna be wrapping up with uh the film fest. That's gonna wrap up the whole weekend.
1: Okay, now where where can people stay, and do you have any special deals going on with some of the local area hotels?
2: We do, yeah. If you go to MaxTalk's website under the location menu, you'll you'll see a hotels uh, page, and on the hotels page is where we have links to the uh, block rates that we've set up so far. So at the moment, we have a block rate from the Hampton Inn of McHenry, which um, they've nice been stuff. great supporters of MaxTalk through yep. all the years. And then another uh, good supporter of MaxDoc has been the Holiday Inn of Crystal Lake, and I just got the link to their block rate just this week. So if I don't get the newsletter out before this show becomes uh, uh, gets added to the feed, then you'll have the exclusive on it. But if I get the newsletter out first, then people will know before before. Better
1: hurry. This will probably be out later today.
2: Yeah, I know it's it's on my it's on see. It's on my reminders list. I got to get it done. <laughs> yeah, I bring it all full circle. Uh, but we have a block rate from the Holiday Inn the Crystal Lake as well. And I'm working on one or two others if I can get them. But uh, all those are on the lodging or hotels page on the MaxDoc site. And if neither of those are to your preference, there's links to other area hotels at the bottom. If there's a particular brand you like to stay at or what have you. Yeah, they're, and they're all, all of there.
1: these hotels are like within 10 minutes of the event. It's it's not like you're going to spend, and because it's not in like Chicago, there's really not that, you know, traffic is, is not really an issue getting from where, whatever hotel, unless you're actually staying in Chicago, whatever hotel you're staying at in that area to actually get to the event itself, which is at the McHenry community college.
2: Yeah. We try Uh, to make it a a fairly good, a fairly quick, Quick shot from all the hotels. Yeah. So, what exactly is the website? I probably should share that, huh? Yeah, yeah, max yeah. yeah. Well, it's is, gonna be
1: it's gonna be in in the show notes, but uh, people probably want to hear it here too.
2: They they probably want to hear it from that horse's mouth. Uh, that would be expo dot com. Since you whinnied over me there, sorry. Max.conference and expo.com. Max. conference should also get you there. But the, 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 the right and proper domain is max.conference and expo.com. And that's where you'll find all the information about this. If you
0: series. put max.expo, don't be surprised if you find yourself being pointed to max.expo. Yeah,
2: probably conference. be pointed .com. to it yeah, as well. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: yeah. 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 So uh, anything else that you want to share before we uh, before we start to wrap things up?
2: The only other thing I'd wanna share is um, the types of tickets that folks can purchase if they mm. wanna be there for Ooh. the weekend. Yes. So we have two two different types of tickets if you wanna be there in person. Uh, the first is one that most people go with, and that is the uh, what I call the weekend pass. And uh, the weekend pass is great because it gets you access to to everything really that's that's going on that weekend, um, uh, not only to every presentation that's taking place, gets you lunch both days. It gets you that MaxDoc t-shirt. Uh, you get a, um, a bonus swag. you know, everybody gets a little bonus swag for for buying that weekend pass. And then the other thing, and I think this is probably um, you know, if, if you want to relive, the talks or revisit any of the talks from the weekend. I think one of the more valuable things that comes with the weekend pass is it includes a digital pass. So after the weekend is over, after I get all the edits done (laughs) and get them posted, then you can go back and you can rewatch any of the talks from the weekend and uh, pick up, you know, some of the things that you might've missed while you were sitting there and the presentation was going on. So that digital pass comes, um, with every weekend pass as well so uh, that's the weekend pass that's 299 and then there's a single day pass if you can only make it saturday or you can only make it sunday there is a single day pass it's just admission for that day saturday or sunday all the featured sessions for that day and of course lunch and the t-shirt is included as well with that one Uh, the single day pass does not include the digital pass and then uh, later this summer, I'm going to make the digital pass available for sale for anyone who just simply can't make it. Uh, if you can't make it, but you want to catch some of these talks by these amazing presenters we have, you'll be able to purchase a digital pass. And uh, when they're when they're edited and available, you can go back and watch those talks anytime. And that will be, I'm not going to raise the price on that this year. That's going to be $99. So that's going to be the same as it's been in the, in the past.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. And And can I I say, actually, if anybody, you must go, even if you're, if you don't think you're interested, go over and just have a look at the website. It's a, it's a cracking little website. And, you know, so many times you go to these websites and I'll tell you, they put the sort of font that you cannot read. It's, it is so insipid, but this, it it leaps out at you and you can actually read it and (laughs) i tell you what, there's a lot of interesting stuff on there as well. Really impressive, actually, Mike, because I hadn't been to this year's, because um, I know that you change it every year. Um, I do, yeah. And, and uh, it's it's looking really good, actually. I, I, I like it. So like it's it not lot.
1: Comic Sans 72?
0: <laughs> what am I using this year? It doesn't, year? It doesn't matter if it is. It doesn't matter, Guy, if it is. You can actually read it because it's not an insipid light colored font on an insipid light colored background which i'm really glad you've not done that and uh yeah it's good but it's a good i'm i like it all the pictures and the links go over and visit the website folks tell you what you'll end up signing and registering It's like i said i have been every
1: single one that that you'd have to
0: say that again like because he just keeps talking he won't stop
2: no i'll shut up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I, my comment wasn't important. I was saying I'm using Roboto. That's very, that. That's very important.
0: That's very important. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it's, you know, Roboto. I'm back.
2: I tried to theme in recent years. I've been trying to theme MaxDoc. You know, we have, it, I should probably mention that. In in 2018, yeah. we started theming MaxDoc. And 2018's theme was productivity. Uh, and then we had uh, uh, create in 2019. 2020 was supposed to be play. 2021 was supposed to be play, (laughs) 2022 was play, but I uh, also gave the presenters in 2022 the option to choose from any other theme from previous years. So not only could they choose from productivity or create or play, but they could also choose rebuilding or, or play. I already mentioned play. So they could choose from any of the previous years. And so that's what I did different last year. This year's theme is learn. So, it's a one word theme, and I just kind of I just kind of challenge the presenters to, you know examine what they're doing with the Macs, what they're doing with uh, iPhones, what is fun to them, and how can they how can they share that with the folks who are in attendance? So um, I just give them that one word and say, run with it." Uh, right. i don't I don't like to I don't like to tell people what to say or what they should do or or tell people that it's a bad idea. Just take this and, and run with it. And everyone does, and they do such a great job. Uh, and then as as Gaz pointed out, I I try to theme the website a little bit differently, and uh, this year's has a very 70s vibe to
0: it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I'm and a 70s kind of guy. And something which I've just, um, uh, just spotted and done a quick look, link up to, and I want to ask you a question about, Mike, is volunteer at MacStock. So do you always have enough volunteers and, you know, should people contact you if they fancy helping out with one of the activities that's going on?
2: One of the most amazing things about the MaxDoc community is the folks who step up to help out throughout the weekend. These are people who've purchased tickets to be there. And yet after they check in, after they're registered, they're like, what can I do to help set up? And so this is one of the most amazing things. There are people who um, help shuttle folks to and from hotels pick up people at the airports, bring them in. Um, But there are some roles that could be filled at MaxDoc that uh, are incredibly valuable roles. Things like helping to get presenters ready for their talks. Things like um, manning some of the equipment that we have there to record for the digital pass. Uh, These are all super important things and need some dedicated volunteer time on them. Uh, working at the registration desk. We have some pretty pretty dedicated and regular volunteers who help out there, but there's always room for someone to lend a hand. So yeah, if you're interested in helping out for the weekend, there is that volunteer at MaxDoc page. You can, you can let me know. Um, like I said, there's always those kind of, um, you know, pickup type volunteers who are just amazing people to step up and help out like they do. Uh, but there are some uh, definite roles that can be filled that yeah, we're going to need some help with. So absolutely volunteer. You get a, you get a free pass for the weekend if you volunteer and uh, if you're accepted and volunteer for the weekend.
1: Yeah. But let Mike know before you buy the ticket, if that's, if that's what you want to do. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you, you know what? And and again, goes back to that amazing community. There are some people who buy a ticket and then they volunteer yep. later. And yep. I say, well, yep. you know, let me let me get that taken care of for you. And they say, no, no, you know, that's all right. Well, yep, you know, yep. and so I try I try to reduce their volunteer duties a little bit so that they can actually enjoy what they paid for that weekend.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Brilliant. So anything else, Mike, before we move on?
2: No, I think that's it.
0: Thank you, I, guys. That's been, I, no, that's th- awesome. that is not it. No, that is not, not it. Oh, is there Actually, more? That oh, is wait a minute. It. There is more. There is more. Is and Gaz going to be there this year? No, no. I, I, oh. If, if uh, unfortunately not, unfortunately not, because I did getting the flight over and getting a uh, time away from the dear lady, Mrs. Gaz is, <laughs> is something. But there is much more, Mike. And I, you are so um, backward in not coming forward and selling it there is Mac stock swag folks all you do you click on the website and you click down and there's lots of wonderful equipment and swag that you can purchase which all goes i'm sure mike to help uh the the costs involved in in what is a fabulous event it
2: it really does help to keep the event running um it, it, yeah we we still have well, actually you know last year we sold out on these hats we have the we have the pride hat the guy is wearing right now we have yeah. the the kind of 80s themed hat that I'm wearing right now. Um, those went over so well last year that I have them up on the side as back order. If I get enough people who want them, I'm going to go ahead and get them get them made. Uh, but we do have the regular Mac stock hat proper, which is the white, you know, the white Peace Love Mac logo and the Mac stock on the side. That's available now. We have uh, much of the swag that's been available from past years is up there. Uh, one thing I'm still working on is getting. I found a cache of old T-shirts from previous years, and so I'm working on getting those. You know, figure out what sizes I have, and getting those up on the site. Uh, but yeah, there's there. You're right. Thank you. There is some really cool stuff on there. That uh,
0: uh, in fact, I just the, sold.
2: I just sold I, one of the stadium scarves a week ago.
0: And there's more, and there's more. I'm going to ask you a question about this then. There are previous Mac stock digital passes that people can purchase. Are they still ah. valid on there? Because that, that really is interesting for people that can't make it, but they could actually see some of the previous ones as well.
2: That is uh, still on there. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, you can go to the MaxDoc swag menu. Uh, yep. there's a little drop down you can go straight to digital passes yep and um, yeah we started the digital passes in 2018 so you can go back and you can purchase the digital pass for 2018 for 2019 and then there's the max stock six digital pass uh, it started getting a little silly you know okay we didn't have 2020 2021 MaxDoc 2022. I said, you know what? We're just going to go, we're just going to number these. This is the sixth MaxDoc. So last year's MaxDoc was MaxDoc six. This year's is MaxDoc seven. Uh, the MaxDoc six digital pass is available. And the cool thing about that one is that it also includes the virtual MaxDoc content from 2020 and 2021. So you get a lot with that MaxDoc six digital pass. Uh, and then uh yeah, yeah twenty nineteen and twenty eighteen are there too, and you know the neat thing about the talks that most folks give there are some some timely talks, but most of them are done in such a way that the information is timeless that there's yeah. there's really yeah. good stuff being shared, and you can learn from any of these talks no matter when it was given so yeah, yeah, thank you that that that's that's a great point. You can absolutely pick up a digital pass for any of the past 3 max stocks.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I I'm, I'm going to make that my um my pick I think, guy. Definitely. Uh,
1: the digital pass?
0: Yes. Oh. Yes.
1: I see lots of head nodding going on. Hit it. <laughs>
0: Gassy's tips. Most Gassy's tips. Most Gassy's tips. It. Gases it's time for Gassy's tip. Now, I'm not sure how this tip is gonna go down. <laughs> I, I've got a feeling there are gonna be some um some uh, some odd faces if you're watching this on on YouTube uh, from the two people watching. Uh there may even be some odd faces from people who are listening going, Really? Really, but but this is important, folks. This is really important. I this last week have started to make videos. Okay, we all make videos. Yes, yeah, too easy to make a video on your Mac. However, in an untimely event happening to yourself, do you know that your nearest and dearest has easy access and can readily get access to all the things that they should do? get access to, especially when it comes to the likes of, well, it's not just accessing your phone or your Mac, but it's accessing things like your pension schemes or any life insurances or, or I very much love my spreadsheets and I've got a spreadsheet which does lots of budgetary work. Now you can go and tell them about all these things, but if you tell them now and something unfortunately happens to you in 10 years time, will they have remembered so what I'm going to do is I am going to actually use a, a screen. I, I can't remember the name of the application now. I've been and forgotten it. Screen, 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 screen flow. I'm using screen flow and I'm creating something which I can update if I ever make any changes. And although in in it feels a bit morbid, it will, it will make your uh, partner's Life so much easier if you can tell them that you are creating videos. They're going to be here. They have access to that location, um, and they go. It's just a tip, which is not Mac related particularly, but actually the Mac uh, makes it really easy uh, to do it. And one of the things. I I found myself doing was also finding out that actually I still need my phone to access some of the websites that I need access to. And I've got an authenticator app. There's no way Mrs. G would know about that authenticator app. So obviously I'm able to record my phone uh, and add that into the ScreenFlow video as well. So that's my tip. Make it easy for your loved ones when or if something happens. That's a Not good thing the I'm head. living forever. Yes. That's the end of Gaz's <laughs> Tips. That's most the end of, of Gaz's, Gaz's Tips. That's the of Gaz's end Gaz's of Gaz's Tips. Gaz's Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish?
1: Gaz's Tips. Gaz, you are absolutely right. Okay, well, <laughs> we, we are <laughs> back uh no feedback this week so probably shouldn't have said anything about it at all but i did anyway (laughs) if you'd like to help support the show you can go to our patreon page which is patreon.com forward slash mcpettit you can go to coffee ko-fi.com forward slash mcpettit or or you not not just us, but anybody, can pay a pal at paypal.me forward slash (laughs) MacParrot. Now, Mike, thank you so very, very much for being on this week. If people wanted to contact you and say, did you really think this through before you went on the MyMac.com podcast, how would they do so?
2: Uh, Well, first I will mention that I do get an email at least once or twice after every appearance that asks did you really think through being on my Mac (laughs) podcast and yet here you are and yet here I am because I (laughs) enjoy it so much but if you would like to get a hold of me the two best ways to get a hold of me are to uh, email mike at formaceyesonly.com that's my podcast for Mac eyes only you can also find for Mac eyes only on mastodon at for Mac guys only at tooting.ninja or Max Dot Conference and Expo, Max and Expo.com, Mike at Max and Expo.com, or on Mastodon at Max at tooting.ninja.
1: Tooting. I like that. <laughs> yeah. What What a great sub. Uh, Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you and say, Your mistake is magnified many times because you've been doing this for over 12 years now. How would they do that?
0: Well, obviously, I've got that music playing in the background because there's a lot of cars which are said, and Mike may or may not know that that is the Zed Cars theme tune, which was a police (laughs) show here in the UK back in the 60s and early 70s. Anyway, you can contact me on uh, email, gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters twitter.com forward slash gazmaz G-A-Z-M-A-Z you can also contact me on Mastodon at gazmaz at gazmaz dot no gaz at C dot I-M phew Um, so it's sim with a dot in there yeah I know it's confusing I'll have to ask you Mike for yours again as well um, I'm also on Mastodon as well at GazMaz, but I don't know what the full URL is. And I'm really going long into this Zedcast theme tune, yeah. but you can also contact Guy and Gaz on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. You can also contact both of us on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash, oh no, I've just done that one. You can also send an email, <laughs> <laughs> at feedback at mymac.com, F-W-E-D-B-A-C-K, at MyMac.com Mac. Dot com Yeah Now Now Your Guy You're your Guy It's you Yeah I love you So Guy Who the hell even knows who this sort of guy is Guy You got a Guy Any Guy Guy
2: Guy Guy yeah!
1: Wait you let who kiss you
0: Guy Guy we need to talk Guy I need you to listen to me
1: His name was Guy Oh god
0: Guy Guy You remember Guy Guy's the one
1: He's the guy. Pay no attention to that guy behind the curtain.
0: Guy says. Guy was paid his 75 grand. So- do we know it was a guy? I like to go with Guy. His name was Guy. No on. No foolin'. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I knew. I knew you were going <laughs> to do it twice. I knew it. <laughs> if you want. An email from Guy. How would they do it,
1: Guy? Oh, my goodness. All you would have to do
0: is open up the email client of your choice and then type in Guy. do you want me to play do you want me to play one all you have to do is type in guy <laughs> at mymac.com it's exactly right that is exactly how that works or podcast
1: at shark.com is another great email that goes to a website that hasn't been updated in a really really long time but it will be it will be it will be uh, if you'd like to reach me on the Twitters I am both Mac Parrot and ah! vert Shark. Uh, as well as Mac Parrot on the counter social and Mastodon sites. Yeah, it's Mac Parrot there too. Um, If you would like to call us, you can call our our wonderful brand new, it's not brand new, it's really old, Skype number, which is one or plus one outside of the United States, 703-436-9501. That number again is one or plus one outside of the United States. 703 436 or our relatively new Google Voice number, which is 703 828 4677. All of these numbers and ways to get a hold of us will be in the show notes. So you don't have to just keep going back and forth between listening to this show and trying to type a message because you probably shouldn't do it like that anyway. That leads <laughs> to problems. If. No, actually, getting confused. Big surprise. I would like to say, number one, thank you, Mike, for being on this week. We had a we had a really, really good time having you on. And everyone, please, please, please go on over to max.conferenceandexpo.com or just Google Max Stock Expo and you'll find it and find out all of the wonderful information that you can about this event. And this this event's been going on for a while, so this isn't like a... Flash in the pan kind of thing. And it's a lot of fun. I haven't missed one yet. Um, but I would also like to say to all of our wonderful listeners, thank you. Thank you so very, very much for being here, joining us, and downloading and listening, listening to the mymac.com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. And Mike and Gaz, I think that especially this week, this week in particular, that we were good enough and that, by God, we were smart enough. Well, two of us anyway. And that, doggone it, Gaz. (laughs) Woof, 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 woof. woof, People like us.
0: You know, Guy, Hmm. I can cut a piece of wood just by looking at it. I saw it with my own two eyes. End.
1: Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. I don't know if you can see this eye over here. This is the one that's giving me the problems.
0: Mm. May I ask what happened?
1: Did you, did you get an injury or what? No, well, they, it's either going to be, and they're not sure. It's either going to be related to, uh, the COVID that I got in February. And the, the thing that drives me crazy about that, you know, I went two years going to work every day. I went to New York. I went to Florida. I went to New York. I went to Chicago. You know, I went all, I went Pennsylvania. I went all these places around, all these bunch of different people, nothing. I go bowling with some friends at work, COVID. It was like, son of a bitch. Well,
2: bowling alley, yeah.
1: Yeah. So one of them had it and didn't know it until two days later. And then the, the, the guy that started the whole thing didn't contact me until two days after that. So I also got my wife infected. Though so it was probably going to happen anyway. And, um... The other thing is I've been dealing with hypertension and, bl- and high blood pressure for a while so it, it could also be mm. related to that. But what basically happened is that there's a there's a you know the the little part of the eyeball that goes back into your brain uh also it's like where all the moisture and stuff comes from that keeps your keeps your eye moist which apparently that's a word people aren't allowed to use anymore.
0: moist
1: and it started to close up, and when that happened, it built up deposits on the bottom part and the top part and like made my eye all red. So originally, we thought it was pink eye. So I went to like one of the first responder places, and they prescribed me some drops, and I used that for a week, and nothing was happening. So then I go to see an, an actual eye doctor, and they're like, yeah, stop using that. It's, it's not that. And so they gave me steroids and, and this other stuff that dilates my eyes and little by little, the buildup on top and the bottom has been going away on the bottom. It's almost 95% gone. And on the top, it's starting to kind of break up. But now the problem is, is all that blood that was right there leaked into the eye. So that's going to take even longer for it to kind of filter through but in the meantime, I've got, like, zero useful vision in this eye. I can see light, and I can see shapes, and that's that's wow. pretty much about it. Mm, and it, it makes driving not fun at all.
0: Now, if it had been my you left want to be careful. eye, it would not You want to be been... careful, because if you live in a place like America, where they're really letitious, if you actually yeah. drive and have an accident, they'll say, you shouldn't have been driving with that eye. Well… <sighs> You know, like I said,
1: I've been very, very, very careful, and there's <laughs> Just there's not saying. much else I can do. But Just that's saying. part of the reason. That's part of the reason why, if this doesn't clear up before, then uh, I may not be able to make it to to Mac stock because the only way to get to Max is to go through Chicago, and then you've got to get from Chicago to, um, uh, Maxwell to, um,
2: crap, McHenry, Crystal Lake, et cetera. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Woodstock. That's what I was trying to think of. And that's like an hour, hour and a half away through Chicago traffic. And I don't want to, I don't even want to try to deal with, you know, super dense, aggressive traffic with this condition.
2: Well, I mean, I can give you a route around all that traffic. That's not a problem. Okay. But, well, and um,
1: again, we're we're like three four we're three months away.
2: So, but you probably you probably shouldn't be flying with that condition. I would imagine. I can't well, I, imagine that like air pressure and stuff. You know, no, the that pressure be, of flight would be not great. <laughs> it wouldn't be good great for, for it. it.
1: But again, yeah. we're three months away. So, you know, we'll see if
0: no. Mike, he's just raising people's hopes that he's not going to be there. That's all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was worried it's Mac stock. I mean, you had the problem last year.
0: Oh, you with the high the blood hospital. pressure.
2: Yeah. You were yeah. Well, For, yeah, that was, you, uh, watch it, you watch
0: your sales go through the roof when it gets out there. The guys that I'm not going to be there. problem? I, I thought yeah. you
2: had a problem that the virtual Mac stock year too, where we gathered at the stage left at at the opera house.
1: No, no, not that year. Not that year. mm Last year I was just getting over cellulitis from uh the month before,
0: and now I'm dealing with whatever the hell this is. Oh, so I did a video for the time capsule because I also you've also seen the time lapse video I've done for upgrading my old Mac Mini's memory, haven't you? Uh
2: was that that might have been in here too. You know, the problem is that Apparently the links to the videos are broken and I know that it's... ah
0: I might I have know. to dig them out. I might have to dig them out and uh, send them to you then. I'm sure they're you. still uh, in my Vimeo account so I Yes, that, that's I think where I
2: they just, might be. That's
1: I think I they just might
2: broke be. them somehow.
0: Yeah.
2: But now, um you know, I
1: forgot to mention this while we were while we were talking about Maxsock. There's also a video of of a lot of the stuff that happened before you had the the digital pass.
2: Is that is yeah, that oh, just yeah, available? I didn't mention, I didn't mention uh I didn't mention Mac Docs or for Mac as only's YouTube channel that's kind of like the oh yeah the place where you're gonna find me now because uh you know now we're doing for Mac eyes only we're recording it live so instead of putting all the outtakes and stuff like that at the end of the audio like I used to do it's just there on YouTube I don't care it's just out there <laughs> it just. There you go. It's all, every, everything that went on before and after recording, well, not after, everything that went on before recording is is out there. So there you go.
1: But I mean, uh, there's the, the presentation that Gaz and I did in 2015.
2: I know it's that is on place. the, oddly, that's on the for Mac guys only YouTube channel because I didn't have a Mac stock YouTube channel at that time. So it's on there. And I, I've been thinking I need to download it and re-upload it to the Mac stock channel.
0: I but Just it.
1: add it, add it to the channel. It's just as I did, as long as, as long as your main account, your main YouTube account has both channels in it because that's kind of what I do with, uh, the, uh, guys daily drive when I start doing those again is, I just click on my regular channel and Guy's Daily Drive and and all the various channels that I have to make sure that the videos are available there as well. Hmm. Hmm. And so you don't have to re-upload or do any of that.
2: So you can add a video to two channels?
1: Sure. You can add a video to as many channels as you have. Yeah, because...
0: Guy is really such an expert in this item No, stuff. I am not. <laughs> but I have discovered this. <laughs> yep,
2: so have 20... you been
1: down? Have you been down at Disney this year?
2: Uh n- the last time we were there was November. And uh we're gonna go back again in October.
1: Yeah, I was really wanting to go during the, the fifty year celebration. Yeah. Um because I was actually there in seventy two. I went the first year. That's awesome. Um, God, I was 12 years old. No, I may have been 11 years old when we actually went. I don't remember what like the month was or anything like that. Uh, I don't know if did I ever tell you about this, Mike? Um, how how old you are? No, 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 no. <laughs> that that changes from day to day. Um, I would
2: have been five then.
1: Well, <laughs> my father, my father worked for the city of Fort Lauderdale, but he was also like a, a salesman for this, uh, company that made large scale ice machines, mostly sold to commercial Hotels fisheries. And, oh, and no, oh, no, not, okay. not, no, no, no big, like, like big ice machines, big ice machines. The biggest mm. job he had, he sold two machines that each made 150 tons of ice a day to wow. Southland, Southland corporation, seven 11. And uh, I actually worked for them one summer in the 70s, and it was so weird because it was like 90-plus degrees outside and like 25 degrees inside of this. And you're this.
2: wearing the the parkas and stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And little by little over the course of the day, because, you know, my mind-numbingly difficult job was – uh on the line, they had these ladies that would, you know, they had these augers and, and shakers and these machines that would distribute exactly eight pounds of ice into a plastic bag. And then the ladies would tear that off of that, put it on this machine that would seal it. And then it, that would go down this little conveyor belt and they would take five of those and put them into a single paper bag, which would then get stacked onto a pallet for shipping. So wow. my my really tough job was to pick up the 40 pound bag of ice and, and stack it on these pallets. And, you know, I was 17, 8, 18 years old at the time. And when I first started, it was like, Oh, this is easy. 40 pounds, 40 pounds, 40 pounds, 40 pounds. And like, by the time we got to noon, it was like 40 pounds, 40 pounds, 40 pounds. Whoop, gas is back. I don't know what happened.
2: I was going to say, did we lose? Yeah. Did we Yeah. That's the wrong button.
1: And then by the end of the day, I could like barely lift my arms over my head after lifting forty pounds like all day long and stacking it on this pallet. And he had there was like some kind of convention in seventy two, and it was like right after Disney opened, they had like all these special deals set up to get people to come in and do stuff, and and one of them was discounted rates to the contemporary hotel because mm. I think all they had the contemporary and I think
2: Polynesian. maybe
1: the Polynesian and that yeah. was it. There was no other hotels at the time. And yeah. because this whole area was basically orange groves, there wasn't a lot of other hotels in the area, but we had, so we were staying at the the contemporary hotel and it was really, really nice. And when we finally checked out at the end of it, because um, it basically a friend of his was there with with a kid that was about my age, so they would give us each like twenty dollars in the morning and a book of A through E tickets, which you had to yeah use you at had to the get time. the tickets had yeah. to get the tickets yeah and say okay go to the park and have fun you know and we wouldn't see them until we got back that night but when when we checked out, my mother was horrified to find out that I had somehow in 1972 managed to eat a $12 breakfast at a contemporary (laughs) hotel. Oh, good Lord, which was a crazy amount of money at the time. She was like, what did you eat? And it was basically like everything, you know, I was, I was uh, quite the bottomless pit back, back in those days. But that was like my first experience at Disney was, was going there at the first year it opened in 72 and using, using the tickets. And the cool thing about it, the people that worked at Disney were very accommodating because you would only have like a couple of E tickets for the really great rides. And then you'd have mm-hmm. like lots of a tickets, which basically got on, got you on the, the, the little horse and buggy that would go up and down main street, but they would let you combine tickets So you could add an A to a D and make that an E or two C's or, you know, whatever, whatever combination that would make up the number five going from, you know, A being one and E being five.
2: Oh, that's kind of, I didn't know about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you could, you could use up almost that entire book of tickets over the course of a day, even if you didn't have enough E tickets to go on the really cool rides, but they still had, I think when they first opened, I think the only E tickets they had, it was not much. haunted mansion pirates maybe no they didn't have pirates no, pirates the wait pirates that was didn't open later.
2: yet that was that was yeah a couple of years or well
1: 20, leagues under the sea the jules verne submarine ride that's now which gone is awesome. it's not there yeah. anymore yeah. um what else was there there was a couple of others and i can't think of what they are but like the the main rides that everybody was like queuing up to see was like mr toad's wild ride which i think is now gone um toad the, is
2: gone that's still there in disneyland
1: yeah and that's a great ride uh the winnie the pooh ride which i think is also now gone no was, that's that's there is that still there but there pooh, was
2: Pooh took over toad oh then pooh they didn't have pooh. that
1: and they couldn't have had that in 72 then
2: no no it would have been toad toad would have been the the ride well toad in would have 72. been there
1: um yep. but they didn't have the the winnie the pooh ride
2: uh it's a no, small pooh, world yeah. ride which When they closed Toad, I, I was mad. When they closed Toad, they replaced it with the Winnie the Pooh ride, which is, you know, it's it's a nice ride, but it ain't Toad. Yeah. You know, so. Oh,
1: Peter Pan, the Peter Pan ride was there where you're flying around in the little ship.
2: Yep.
1: Um, and I almost knocked over a teepee <laughs> as you're going through the the Indian village. I just kind of reached out and touched it. And it wasn't like actually secured to anything. It was just sitting there. On that, you know, the little floating island that they had, and I saw it kind of go. Rrr. It was like, whoop, "Whoop, whoop, whoop, hand away, hand away! Don't touch it anymore."
2: Um, they didn't have. Matt, they didn't have Space Mountain seventy three. Sorry, Pirates opened in seventy three.
1: Okay, they didn't have Space Mountain yet. I don't think.
2: Mm-mm. That was so seventy five.
1: They had the people mover. And a couple of other things in Tomorrowland. But it wasn't like anything huge. A lot Even of the rides that they or, had I early on. I don't think on, people
2: Mover was open in 72. No, maybe not. Because they, uh, they, there was a lot of dirt. And uh, I just saw some old photos of uh, Tomorrowland from the earliest days. And uh, there was a lot. So Carousel of Progress wasn't there yet because yeah. they were still. That was still at Disneyland and they were going to move it to Disney World. And then uh, Space Mountain wasn't done, so and People Mover runs through Space Mountain. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that would have been a, there wasn't much in Tomorrowland. No,
1: but there was enough everywhere else. Um, yeah, they had the yeah. Jamboree Bears. They had um, uh, the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse that you could walk through. Uh, you know, I mean, there was, there was still a lot there, especially when you're, you know, you're 12 years old and you're experiencing a theme park for the first time. And it was just so much fun. I had such a great time and I, I really wanted to go during the 50 year anniversary, but I, I, with some of the various things going on, I just, I just couldn't make it work.